all salespeople. I'm calling all salespeople. Get prepared for a slim, bald-headed brother with skills. Wearing a tailored suit, polished shoes, and gold watch. Last seen in Atlanta, boarding a plane, on his way to do another training. Sales pros, tighten up. Good morning to all my sales pros out there and the aspiring sales pros. You are listening to episode 70 of the Sales is Simple podcast, where we're going to talk about asking for the money. I'm your host, Tamar Jamison, and we're going to get right into it today, discussing topic around how you ask for the money and the difference between amateurs and professionals when they ask the customer for the money. So the basis of this week's episode is going to revolve around a confidence level and some of the phrasing that you should have when you ask a customer for the money. So the first thing I want to talk about is the confidence level or the lack thereof when asking a customer to pay you. What I found is that sales amateurs have a hesitation with asking people for the money because they don't think either A, that the customer can pay for it, or B, that the customer will be willing to pay for it. But to dig a little deeper, psychologically, they have a challenge asking people for money because they don't personally see themselves in a position to be able to spend that type of money. Okay, I'll give you an example. If a customer is going to come in, let's say you're selling um, a fifty dollars or $60,000 product and you have to ask the customer to pay for that product all at one time. There is no payment options. There is no down payment required or um, allowed. If you can't personally write a check for $50,000, then sometimes you run into a problem confidently asking the customer to write a check for $50,000 or wire $50,000 or give you access to their checking account so you can draft $50,000 out. All right. So you have to make a mental mind shift, understanding that you have no idea what a customer has in their pocket, nor do you have any idea what they would be willing to do in order to get the product that you want them to buy. Okay. I'm going to give you an example of how I began this shift when I was in the car business, one of the things that are, uh, is pretty typical when you are selling motorized vehicles is that you ask a customer for 20% down. Now, that 20% down does a lot of things. First of all, it helps to get the loan approved. It puts them in a better equity position. All right? It allows them to have lower monthly installments. And it also gives an opportunity for them to protect their investment with any kind of financial or insurance products that may be beneficial to them. Okay. Now, let's say that you are selling an $80,000 car. 20% of that is $16,000. Now, you may not personally believe that you would put down $16,000 on an automobile, but there are millions of people who are in a position to put down that amount of money and would be willing to put down that amount of money. So I'm going to give you guys a word track that you can use to start to build your confidence level up when asking somebody for a large sum of money that you may or may not be comfortable asking them for. So in a position or the situation that we were just talking about, asking a customer for $16,000, What I was taught and what I want to pass on to you is you can say it like this, all right? I recommend that you put down 20% of the price of this vehicle as an initial investment, 
that comes out to $16,000 had you planned on putting that amount down or more, okay? Just by saying those two words, or more, gets you thinking that they may put down more than that, and it gets the customer thinking that 20% really is the minimum that they should be thinking about putting down. If they can't put down at least $16,000, they're going to feel a sense of discomfort when asking you if they can put down less money than the 20% that you asked them to, which is going to shift the power in the situation and the power in the negotiation from them to you. Now, you're in a position of authority to let them know, hey, I'm going to see if we can get it done with less than the 20% down, but I'd highly recommend for your best interest that you put down 20% on this transaction, okay? This is going to allow you to start to think differently when asking customers for that money. You also get surprised and build your confidence even more when you start talking to people who will agree with you. When you say, I recommend that you put down $16,000 had you planned on putting that amount down or more, customers will actually say, Actually, I planned on putting down 25000 or 30000 okay? You get a little bit of the internal adrenaline rush because you realize that it worked. And now you begin to see that there are customers out there who would be more than willing to put down the amount of money and spend the amount of money that you're asking them to spend, okay? This does not change when you are asking somebody to pay for something all up front, whether you sell online courses, you sell real estate, you sell insurance, something where a customer has to kind of come up with the money, at least a huge sum of it, maybe 50% down, or they have to pay for it all up front. It's the same process if you were just asking them to put down a portion up front, okay? You have to confidently ask them to pay the amount of money that is represents the value that you've been talking about since you first began to set yourself apart. And then you have to have enough confidence to know that they may have that money in their pocket. And if they do, it's your job to have them spend it with you, okay? Another scenario that I wanna use, and I, and I wanna use a few scenarios today because for those of you who have not had an opportunity for this to manifest itself in your professional careers, you'll be able to understand some of the situations that may occur and you will be forfeiting those situations if you do not even ask the customer to spend the amount of money that you're asking them to spend. So another situation where people who may typically not be in a position to spend the type of money that you're asking them to spend, but now all of a sudden they are in a position is someone who has recently come into a settlement, okay? I know in a lot of our careers that that is a situation that people talk about all the time. Hey, you know, I was just in an accident and I'm going to be coming into a settlement, but I'm talking about somebody who legitimately has settled on a case, has a check coming to them or has already received funds. Okay. That could also be somebody who has uh, actually hit the lottery. All right. And these are two situations where I've personally been involved in over the past couple of years where that has actually happened and had the salesperson not asked the customer for the money they wouldn't have got it, okay? So scenario one was a customer who had actually hit the lottery. It wasn't a big lottery. It was um, $50,000 they had hit. So they won $50,000. They came into the establishment looking to spend, it was about fifteen dollars or $16,000. 
when the salesperson realized that they had the money to spend the $16,000, they simply asked them if they wanted to buy anything else. And then after they said yes to that, salesperson asked them again, do you want to buy anything else? Started showing them other product within the store. And by the time the salesperson had finished with the entire transaction, the customer had spent nearly all of the money that they had just won in the lottery. They came out with maybe two or three thousand dollars left. Okay, so they went from sixteen thousand dollars to about forty seven, forty eight thousand dollars. It just in a matter of hours. Now, had the salesperson been fearful that that customer could not spend that money and never asked them for the money, they wouldn't have gotten the money. Okay, so be confident in the fact that you don't know what a customer is willing to spend and you will never know if you don't ask them. Okay, a second situation that I ran into recently was a salesperson who was talking to a customer who just hit an eight figure settlement. They were involved in a real bad accident several years ago. They have been going back and forth to court for the past couple of years. Finally, was settled on their case and they received an eight-figure settlement, okay? So the salesperson was presenting the product to them. It was a lot more expensive than somebody else in that same situation because of the customer's past history. Obviously, they were in a bind while they were going through all this litigation. Their bills had gotten behind, their credit had gotten um, you know, a little bit subpar. And so they had to, rather than pay where some people would have an option to pay on a monthly installment plan, this customer had to pay 100% up front. Okay, so the salesperson presented them with the information, let them know, here's the amount that you have to pay, and confidently asked the customer, did they want to draft that out of their account or did they want to pay for it on a credit card or debit card? Okay, customer says, hey, it's just money. And I'm going to go ahead and give you my check-in account information. You go ahead and draft it out. Now, again, hadn't the salesperson asked the customer for the money confidently, the customer would have moved on to the next salesperson or the next company and been able to spend that money with whoever would have asked him for it. Okay. One more example that I want to give you guys when it comes to asking somebody for the money and you not knowing what they will do after you have built the value. Had a um, colleague of mine several years ago who was talking to a customer who was kind of in a tight situation. They were buying an automobile. They needed to put some money down and they were a little bit short. I think they were about six or $700 short of the amount of money they needed to put down in order to get the automobile. The salesperson did a real good job of asking them for the money explaining to them the value of why they needed to put the money down. In this case, I think it might have actually been required by the bank, but explaining to them how their situation was going to be different if they put this money down in terms of they were going to actually have an automobile, didn't have to catch the bus anymore, they could get to work a little more reliably. And after going back and forth for a little while, the customer actually admitted to the salesperson that I have this $600 phone in my pocket that I just bought yesterday I have not opened it yet. What I'll do is I'll take that phone back and that'll be the remaining $600 that I need to actually put down on this car and be in a different position. Now, here's was something that the salesperson was not privy to at all. They did not know that this customer had this phone in her purse, that she had just bought it, 
and that she would even be willing to take it back in order to get the vehicle that she was looking at. But what the salesperson did have was confidence in his skill set, knowing that he was going to present the value in such a way that the customer was going to figure out how they were going to get the money. Okay, there have probably been situations in your career where you've seen a customer act like they didn't have the money. And I'm talking about thousands of dollars, maybe five thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand dollars or more. Say they were going to go home to think about it or, you know, kind of leave you in limbo. And then a day or two later, they call you back and say, all right, I'll be in there. I got the money. Okay, that is a prime example of what happens when you build value. You ask for the money confidently and you don't back down thinking that the customer doesn't have it. Because even if they don't have it right now, if someone really wants something, they will figure out a way to get it. Just like this woman who was going to take her phone back, just like the customer who's going to go home and ask grandma for money. All right. They'll figure out a way to get it. Your job is to be confident in asking them for the money, confident in the value that you've built and confident that they're going to actually spend that money with you, okay? So today, guys, I wanted to get right to the point, explain to you the importance of asking for the money and the importance of being confident when you ask the customer for the money. Any wavering will be presented to the customer in such a manner that they will not believe that they have to put that amount of money down or that they have to actually pay that sum of money for the product or service that you're presenting to them. So make sure that you begin to practice this. If you are not confident in asking customers for the money, use that word track that I talk about. Have you planned on putting down this amount or had you planned on spending this amount or more? Okay, that or more will begin to change your psychological thought process when it comes to how much money a customer is actually going to be willing to pay in order for you to make the sale. Okay. And to wrap it up, guys, obviously I'm talking to all salespeople. So it's very important that you understand and realize and remember that the more money a customer pays you, the more money you make. Okay, we are all on commission in some form or fashion, whether it's 100% commission, whether it's some kind of bonus structure, whether it's a salary plus, there is some kind of incentive that's, entire, that's tied to how much revenue we generate for the company and for ourselves. So get proficient at asking the customers for the money, get proficient at confidently asking them for the money and see your paycheck increase as a result of it. So guys, that's this week's episode course i wanted to get right into it today but obviously a couple of housekeeping things if you have not subscribed to the podcast please make sure that you do so just click that little subscribe button make sure that you get every episode directly download it to your phone whenever a new episode comes out if this is your first podcast episode that you are listening to i really appreciate it welcome to the podcast thank you for listening to this week's episode make sure that you as well subscribe and take a few minutes to rate and review the podcast let me know what you think let me know how you enjoyed it let me know what you like to hear or um, what kind of topics that you would like me to discuss and just give me some general feedback I really would appreciate that so continue to go out there hone your craft work towards sales professionalism take every step towards professionalism and moving away from sales amateurism because that is the stereotype 
that is consistently perpetuated in society. That salespeople are amateurs, that salespeople are salesy, salespeople are selfish, salespeople are incompetent. All those different variables that go along with the sales profession, it's up to you and I individually to begin to shift that perception. So guys, I look forward to talking to you again next week, bringing you some more valuable content. Go out there, ask for the money, be confident when you do so, and always remember that the best way for you to get what you want is by giving others what they want.